And we're live. I know. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast from P-Town. I'm your co-host. I'm back this week with the host. He's swatting at flies right now because I'm not sure why they're so bad. I'll tell you why. Did you leave the door open? No, it's because I can't hang up my little fly strap thing. Yeah, I know, right? Not in the house. Well, it doesn't do much good outside because they just keep, at least inside, you can corral them and put the hurts to them. Well. I need to get one of those salt blasters. Oh, good grief. The little gun thing that you put rock salt salt in and you shoot it, or bug assault, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. Hope everybody's having a good week out there. It's uh, pretty smoky here. It's uh, The AQI has gotten up above 250 multiple times this week, which um, by OSHA standards means that that is a very unhealthy environment. So we've been having to deal with that. But it has led to cooler weather. So the days have been a lot cooler, so that's pretty nice. Thank goodness. But I think that creates the flies to come out more. I think, you, yeah. And the mosquitoes. I make one lap around the house and I get bit like three times outside. Yeah. And I hate mosquitoes, but they love me for some reason. They do. They don't like me. Um, you took my fidget spinner. Because you're supposed to be reading. Um, looking ahead at the news, it's pretty slow news week this week, I guess. Um, or he's mad at me. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh, and guess what? You guys won't have to worry about the dogs this time because she finally left them outside to be dogs. So we don't get to hear the door squeaking and squawking. Unless, of course, do you want just for the heck of it, we can just go and uh, open the door and shut it. And... You soak the dog. That's why she's not in the house. Well, I didn't mean to. You put her out when I was watering. I thought you were had the sprinkler going. In the I did garden. have the sprinkler going. And then I moved to having to water all of your flowers. So, anyhow, um, there was an arrow-shaped UFO spotted rotating in air sparks. What? It says arrow-shaped UFO spotted rotating in air spark. Oh. In air, they comma, don't... sparks intrigue in Argentina. Well, they don't try use punctuation. using some punctuation. Yeah. So, this is in Argentina. A peculiar... 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 Arrow-shaped UFO has been captured on camera displaying rotation in the air and prompting authorities to promise a thorough analysis of the images. The unidentified flying object was photographed near El Escorial Chubut, Argentina, hovering over the Patagonian plains in both horizontal and vertical positions. While the images have sparked intrigue and speculation, as with many UFO sightings, opinions remain divided with some individuals expressing excitement and others expressing skepticism about the veracity of the photographs. And, funny, there'll be a little bit more on that later. If a fly lands on you, can I slap it? Well, I don't know. It's a yes or no question. (laughs) All right, we're talking at work today. I think I'm going to, uh, whenever I introduce myself to anybody, I'm going to have a new name. Oh, no. It's going to be Peter Gazinia. Stupid. As in that. I'm not going to ask about the flies. I'm just going to slap you. 
Well, I may just get up and leave the podcast then if you do that and never come back. Yeah. Okay. Or I'll threaten to. Okay. I'll get through this podcast a lot faster. <laughs> yeah, you probably would. You'd just sit here and you'd stare at the microphone. I wonder what I do with this thing. No, I pretty much have watched you. I kind of get it. Okay, so uh, that was pretty much all of the news. What? He's going straight to deaths? Yeah, the good stuff. No. There's got to be more news. Well, we can make up some news stories. No. Um, Didn't we see something about the... I don't know. There was all kinds of news. There's a lot of fires in California. In Oregon. There's not that many in Oregon. At yeah. least according to my fire uh, well, app on my on phone. Fire. Canada's got some pretty good fires going, yeah. They're, and they're even regretting that they let them burn. They should, they, they're now stating they should have probably done something earlier. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Just like when we had that gigantic B&B complex fire over here. Oh, yeah, so maybe we should have put it out a long that, time ago. That fire up in Canada, it's 52,000 miles, square miles. That's pretty good size. Yeah. It's ridiculous is what it is. Anywho, okay. Okay. So, Ron Cephas Jones was 66. He was an American actor, and he was in This Is Us, hmm. which I think... That was those bigger people, the, the main actors? I don't know. And Luke Cage, which is, I think, a Marvel thing. And then Mr. Robot. And he was an Emmy winner in 2018 and 2020, but he died of lung disease. Aw. Did he smoke? I don't know. Or did he just have forest fires every year? I don't know if he smoked or not. If they cremated him, he probably just burnt really quick. Yep. I doubt he smoked. Of course, I tell you what, when they cremate those animals over here... I know. That stinking smokestack looks like a choo-choo train heading down the highway. I know. That thing, it really goes up. They usually... Somebody has to call it in almost every single time. Yeah, maybe it's people have a lot of fat animals or something. They put Josie in there, he'd probably shoot a flame shooting out the top. My poor Josie. Um, John Warnock was 82. He was an American computer scientist, and he was a co-founder of Adobe. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe he should have worked a little harder on that program, Maybe sometimes it's not fun. Maybe he should have done some more acrobats. Uh-huh. Get it, Adobe Acrobat? I get yeah. it, yeah. Or Adobe Photoshop. Uh, Balt was 12 years old. He was a Hong Kong Shibu, Shiba Inu dog and an internet meme. I don't know. He died of leukemia. Hmm. And then Cave Rock, he was three. He was an American thoroughbred racehorse, died of complications from laminitis. Says he was an American multiple grade one winning thoroughbred racehorse who won the grade one American Pharaoh Stakes and Delmar Futurity as a two-year-old. And then laminitis is a disease that affects the feet of ungulates and is found mostly in horses and cattle. Clinical signs include foot tenderness, progressing to inability to walk, increased digital pulses, and increased temperature in the hooves. Severe cases with outwardly visible clinical signs are known by the colloquial term founder. Good grief. We had a horse that foundered once, so we always had to watch what she ate. Which one? Fancy. Oh, well, the ponies were the same way. Oh, remember, it wasn't Blue, it was the other one. What was his name? Um, uh, Oh, he he pinned his ears. Yeah, his Uh, little white thing. Bell? 
No. No, it wasn't Bell. No. He wasn't white. He was tan. Anyhow. Anyhow. Uh, Ray Hildebrand was an American singer of Paul and Paula and songwriter Hey Paula and Young Lovers. He died. Hmm. Uh, Nancy Frangione, 70 years old, was an American actress. Oh, she was in Another World. Oh, the... And then Lolita was about 57. She was an American orca, died of kidney failure. Oh. A female captive orca from Elpod of the Southern Resident Community. She had been in captivity at the Miami Sea Aquarium in the United States since September 24th, 1970. Wow. So if you see a rapid decrease in the price of tuna here in the next few days, you'll know what that's from. That's disgusting. Uh, Walter Ap- Apollon... Apolani? He was 68. He was an American singer. He was known as Brudda Walta. Was an American singer, songwriter, and guitarist of Hawaiian music. And then Carol J. Bobco was 85, and she was an American astronaut. I'm assuming it was a she. Except Carol was spelt with a K. I don't know. Maybe not. But I'm assuming it was a she. So... Moving on to, do you have anything else you would like to discuss, dear? No, I was trying to think of all the news I read, but gosh, it's, do you think anything's coming to me? No. No. So, moving on, uh, we are going to take another break this week from our regular scheduled programming, and we're going to (sighs) go into the muckety-muck again. Um, And... I smell smoke. It's not going to be a whole lot of new stuff. There will be some new stuff, but we're going to kind of recap what's uh, been going on as of late. Why? Some of the... Because there's been some weird crap happening. Mm. Well, it's not really weird, but when you dig into the conspiracy theories of stuff, then it's weird. You didn't get it. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Um, Watch this one. So... <laughs> you just smacked the microphone. You probably blew somebody's headphones out of their ears. <laughs> got it though you probably woke my cousin up i hope so hey that was pretty good on my part i'm pretty proud of myself grief. <laughs> ah. well you get a lot of practice smacking <laughs> things you practice on me daily ah. um i can't believe you're not going to give me any kudos for getting that fly that's one less thing that's going to buzz around good your job all. almighty hunter <laughs> ah. so anyhow um, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of new information, but there's probably going to be a lot of questions. And, uh, this... On my part well, or your part? <laughs> well, probably both. But actually, I'm hoping that maybe it'll spark some people to write in with... Would you knock it out? We don't have the door. But you're smacking everything around the house now. You've got some serious ADHD problems that you need to deal with. Okay. Pull it together. Pull it together. I got this. Okay. Good grief. Now, you're crying. I am not. Okay. So, uh, you know how hard it is to keep on track and halfway sane when you're over there cackling like a schoolgirl? Okay. Are you done? You're not done. I am. I'm sitting here. Move about yourself. I'll wait with you. You good? Yeah. You think you can hold it together for five seconds? <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm going to start off again. Yeah. 
You just look at the floor or something. <laughs> okay. So, where were we? Uh, so, yeah, as I was saying, this will maybe spark some people to write in and give their own theories or ideas on the topics that we're going to cover. And, uh, you know, talk about what they're talking about or talk about what we're talking about. So, the first one that we're going to talk about is the whole submarine disappearance. That Ocean Gate thing. And there isn't... It blew up. Huh? It blew up. It actually did the exact opposite of blowing up. It imploded. But, and there's not a whole lot of conspiracy about this, because everybody kind of knows what happens. Um, But if you don't remember, a lot of guys with a bunch more money than they got brains uh, ended up taking this submarine that was made of Home Depot parts to go down and see the Titanic. Did you know that sharks ordered five guys? Terrible joke. Maybe they wanted, maybe it was hacked by the tuna fish. They said, now you know how we feel, guys. Anyhow. Um, Why do you say it was made with Home Depot parts? Because there was, the, they were talking, and I think the guy actually said, you see this button up here above my head? I bought this at Home Depot. Okay, so a button. Well, and they used like a Sony PlayStation controller to control the thing. Anyhow, um, so this thing, it had actually been down to the Titanic 13 times previously, uh, but part of it, it was made out of carbon fiber, and I think probably the pressure and then the release of the pressure and the pressure and the release of the pressure, the, prob- the stuff probably isn't really good at flexing. Um, but it also said that um, they had tried to go down to the, uh, to the Titanic 90 times, and they made it 13 out of those 90. Oh, 77 good. times they had to either turn around and come up or one of them, they just continued going down and passed the Titanic and, Titanic and waved. Um, I don't know. But the weird thing, the one thing that I found about this, and I don't know that it's really a conspiracy theory, is that they spent so much money searching for the thing, but the U.S. had sensors out there in the ocean that they could pretty much pinpoint hearing the sub collapsing. So they heard about, they heard the... The Navy heard Yeah, the Navy. On their sonar. Yeah, with their sonar stuff. Um, so why did they wait so long to produce that information? That it, it actually, that they actually heard this thing and we spent all this money and everything and they waited that long to come out with it. And as we'll get into a little bit later... If they have all these sensors around the ocean, how come they can't find MH370? What's MH370? The Malaysian Airlines flight. Oh. So, that was kind of all I had on the whole sub thing. Because it didn't ping. I just want to... What? It didn't ping. What are you talking about? You said they can't find that Malaysia Airlines. Yeah? Well, it's not pinging. The sub didn't ping either. It had noise to it. They consistent noise. If the airplane actually crashed into the ocean, don't you think it would make a sound? You think. Oh, which reminds me. Does We've got to get this done and over with. Does a bear poop in the woods? Sometimes. Okay. Um, you know how you get an unpregnant? Why are you telling these horrible jokes today? Dress her up as an altar boy. Anyhow. So... We talked about this with the news correspondent this that's weekend because we that's had. That's what you had to get out. No. Oh, let me hit it. No, we had talked with a news correspondent this weekend. Schrodinger's cat. Do you know what Schrodinger's cat is? He said it's some internet sensation. No. Oh. <laughs> he never said that. 
Oh, this is that thing I didn't know about that y'all made fun of me before. That could be a lot of things. This wasn't one of them? This, so, there was this guy named Schrodinger, right? And I guess he came up with this theory that oh yeah deals you... with, like, quantum mechanics, where if you take a cat and put it inside of a box, and you put the lid on the box, is the cat dead or alive while he's in the box? He's alive in the box. You don't know that. You just put him in there and he was alive and then you shut it within five seconds. He's alive. You don't alive. know that. You don't know that. Yeah, yeah, huh? How? You just put him in there. Okay. He didn't die in five seconds. He could have. He didn't. But you don't know that he's dead if or he's alive. scratching and making noise, he's alive. It's not that type of, he's trained to sit inside boxes, okay? What? Who trains their cat to sit inside of a box? Cats don't sit inside boxes. They play in them. So, this was a dumb thing to bring up. Anyhow, you don't know whether or not the cat's dead or alive until you actually open the box and check. But you're not allowed to open the box and check. I know he's alive, so I don't need to open the box. You don't need the... It's kind of like if a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make any noise? Yeah. Because, How do you know that? Because you have fallen enough trees that I've heard them. But if nobody's around to hear it, what's the point of it making any noise? Because that's just the way it's going to happen. That's just what happens? How do you know? Because when something falls, it makes noise. But if nobody's there to hear it, what noise does it make? Crash, boom, bang? You don't know that, though. I do know that. Well, you never heard it. What has this got to do with a stupid cat in a box? It's the same type of... It's an no, unanswerable it's argument. No, it's not. The cat, you don't know whether it's dead or alive until you open the box. You just put the cat in there and put the lid on it. Of course it's, it's alive. You're missing the whole point of the question. It doesn't matter if you just put the cat sense. in there. Maybe you put the cat in there last week. Well, that's Is dumb. it dead or alive then? You're stupid. Why am I stupid? Because you put a cat in a box and then forgot about it. Blame Schrodinger, not me. I don't even know who Schrodinger is. Schrodinger. Whatever. He's dumber than a box of rocks. The news correspondent can come explain it to you. <laughs> I'm done. I worked up a sweat on that one. So. Well, that was a far-fetched left field thing. It's. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the next thing that we're going to talk about, <clears throat> and this is kind of a sad one. Mm. Uh, it's the whole Maui fire thing. Mm. Um, but as with everything big that hits the news, there's a bunch of theor conspiracy theories popping up about this one. I think a lot of them have been debunked pretty quickly, but we're going to kind of go through it a little bit. Um, so one of the big ones is that people were, uh, reporting or there were reports that they were seeing green laser like things mm -hmm. in the area, right? Well, come to find out that, um... Some people were saying that those lights were right before the fire started. Right. They were heat things. Yeah, well, actually, that's not exactly true. They actually came about on in back in January. They And there were actually some laser light things that were shown out there. But uh, they did a bunch of searching. Um, it was picked up by some observatory also. And they did a bunch of searching. And uh, they thought that it was an American satellite. But it turns out that they think that it came from a Chinese satellite named Docky One, I think is what it was called. Um, and this was a satellite that they use to measure aerosols and things like that in the air that the Chinese have. 
it was some experiment like scientific satellite that they had up there and uh, that's where the lights came from so it wasn't coming directly from a scientific satellite that's clear up there is beaming down green freaking lights evidently i don't believe it talk to the chinese about it well why the hell would i and talk to the chinese you would think that uh this quickly this theory quickly grew on social media and it's kind of sad that you would create a theory about a tragedy that was debunked so quickly. If you're going to make a conspiracy theory, make a little bit of a better one that doesn't debunk so easily. Um, but it seems there's still a bit of a mystery as to how the fires were started. And it seems that the most plausible explanation is that the trees blew into the power lines because of the winds that they were having. But... I can see that. Yeah. But the other thing about the whole thing was is the conspiracies of why the the uh, things started. And there's been a lot of talk about, like, smart cities. And basically, they're saying that they would... Cr- they want to create these cities to where every uh, necessity that you need is within 15 minutes of wherever you're at. So that way they can... And if you think about it, it kind of reverse socializes people because it keeps everybody within this little area mm-hmm. right right and then there's no reason for people to venture outside of their area to go to someplace else right um so that was one theory there was another theory of um these investors were wanting to buy up the property but the people weren't selling them because uh you know it was like generational property that right. these people owned and so um there was a conspiracy theory that some investors had started the fires. And then the other thing, too, was with this many um, places burning, it's going to take a long time for the insurance companies to come through and pay and get all the houses rebuilt. So now they're saying that investors could come in you know, and offer somebody like, hey, it's going to be a year before your house is rebuilt. Why don't I just give you a million dollars right now? And then you can go do whatever you want with your life. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing that I think actually could be happening. I was going to say, I think I've read that that is actually a thing. Yeah. So, Not uh, a debunk theory or whatever. And then there was other stupid theories that like FEMA is um, take like ships that they were sending to bring aid. Uh, FEMA was holding those ships back or something and refusing to send aid. Which Well, okay, were... because Alaska is not part of FEMA. That was on the news. It was stated right on the news that they are not a part of FEMA. This Hawaii. is Hawaii, not Alaska. I know. What's Alaska got to do with it? I didn't say anything about Alaska. Yes, you did. I did? Yeah, you said it because Alaska is not part of FEMA. Oh, sorry, Hawaii. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I meant Hawaii. And I and... actually read that. And I still I don't thought, think that's true. I thought, how can they not be a part of FEMA? Uh, the other thing, too, that um, people were talking about is if you are going to... Well, a couple things. First of all, it it was only in Lahanai, just this one small city in the island. The rest of the whole island, Maui and everything else, is still fine. Mm-hmm. So you can still travel there, except having to deal with all the stuff in the airports right now, with them trying to get people in and out of the country and all this other stuff. Yeah, Or area but the other thing too is if you're going to donate money to them there's a bunch of different gofundmes and things like that set up do not donate through the red cross or through one of those places because if you donate like a dollar we'll say through the red cross that after it goes through all their layers of 
bureaucrats or whatever they call them, you, there's about 20 cents that are actually making it to the people because everybody else has to take their cut of it right. first before it actually gets to the people that you're donating the money to. So if you're going to donate, find a way to donate directly to the people. And then the other thing, just to end this on a super sad note, is the amount of deaths that were in the area. They're finding that a lot of them were children because the children were at home alone because mom and dad had to work and it was summer break or whatever. And they didn't know what to do. So, yeah. So that was the whole thing. So sad. They still haven't, they still haven't been able to find everybody. Right. There's still a bunch of missing people. And then our last thing that we're going to talk about, um, and we actually cover, this kind of ties in a couple episodes that we, uh, uh, talked about recently. And this came up in a conversation over lunch at work the other day. And this is, and I actually think it's been debunked by now, but this is actually going back into the whole MH370 thing, which was the Malaysian Airlines flight. And it is talking about a video that recently surfaced where they think that the thing may have been teleported out of this universe or planet or whatever. Yeah. So. I don't believe that. Um. If you remember what we talked about with the MH370, it was the Malaysian Airlines flight that was flying from uh, Kuala Lumpur to Beijing, I believe it was. And when they got out of Indonesian airspace, they were supposed to transfer over to the Ho Chi Minh um, uh, air traffic control. But there was like a 40-second a, like a or something like that dead space where they couldn't be heard or... I mean, they knew that there was a dead space in there. But what's really odd is in that span of time, the transponders all went away from the ship or from the airplane. And the thing almost made a 180-degree turn and started heading back the other direction from which it just came. So it's headed back down towards Indonesia, but kind of north of where it had originated from. And then it went down there for a ways, and then it turned right again. And started heading back kind of northwest is kind of what they're thinking because there were some satellites from, uh, oh, I don't remember, some satellite company out of Europe that was getting like handshake pings from it. But the transponders had all turned off and the GPS coordinate stuff on it had all turned off and they couldn't get any good communication out of the thing. So, um, there's a couple of things with that. The timing of when this all actually happened, mm-hmm. you know, it, like it's almost like somebody knew that's part of the reason why they think that it could have been the pilot that killed the whole, that did like a mass suicide thing is because they knew that in this particular spot, they could turn around and nobody would catch them. Right. Because they didn't have any air traffic controllers to talk to or anything like that. They were still being able to be picked up by GPS, but then once they lost their transponders and things like that, then they weren't to be able to picked up by GPS. And a lot of people have said, well, maybe there was a fire on the plane or something like that, but that still doesn't lead you to believe of why they would have turned, right? Mm-hmm. Unless they thought maybe there was a fire on the plane and it burnt up their communication stuff, and so they turned around to try to head back because they knew that they just maybe left land mm-hmm. and they could find a runway to land there or something like that. And then there was a bunch of theories that the thing could have ended up in Kazakhstan 
it was either in Kazakhstan or it was in the South Indian Ocean by the uh, by Antarctica. We're headed that direction, right? So there's all that, right? So the thing is, is these videos show is that um, there's actually two videos. One was taken from a FLIR, which was a ship um, or, a, or a FLIR from a drone, sorry, which is one of those heat imaging things. Okay. And it shows the plane flying along and then it shows one orb appear and then another orb appear and then a third orb appear. And then they start rotating around this and it goes on for a second and then there's like a big blob thing and then everything's gone. And then uh, along with that, there's another video that surfaced. And mind you, these videos supposedly all came out shortly after the airplane went missing. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear about it. It was back in 2014. So there's another theory or another video on this that was taken from a satellite that um, shows these orbs the exact same thing. One orb shows up then another one, and then another one, and they all start circling this airplane, and then it goes, and there's a big flash, and then everything's gone. So, supposedly, they think that that has been debunked by now. There's a lot of experts that had looked at it, and they couldn't de debunk it for the longest time. And, mind you, this has only happened less, about two weeks ago. That they debunked it? Supposedly? That this news came out about this. Oh, okay. That these videos surfaced all of a sudden. So, um... The thing is, though, is that it's about one of the best explanations as to what happened because of the fact that um, nobody knows where this plane ended up at. Except for, supposedly, the Netflix video I watched said that they, that when they started finding a bunch of uh, parts washing up on shore and stuff, that none of them were the actual parts of that plane. But supposedly they did find a wing, part of a wing, that did actually have the correct serial number on it from the plane. Oh. But I don't know if... The problem is, is these days you can never believe anything that you see on the internet or anywhere else. You can't just can't believe any of it. So, um, another interesting thing about this whole conspiracy is that a lot of people in Malaysia had reported getting phone calls from their loved ones mm -hmm. and they would answer the phone and it would just be, or loved ones that were on the plane, Right. they would answer the phone and it would just be dead silence on the end. Right. Like nobody was there. But the call, it showed on their caller ID that it came it from, that person. from that person. from that person, yeah. Yeah. So they thought that was kind of weird as well. Um, and then somebody, uh, when I was reading about it today, finally tied it together with when we were talking about our um, UFO episode, the flight of Frederick Valentik in 1978 where he was flying the Cessna down in Australia and he said that there was that thing that was flying behind him and then it was above him and then it came from the side and then his last message to air traffic control was that's not an airplane and then they never heard from him since and they haven't been able to find his body what about or, his plane? they haven't found that either oh. and they said that you know it's kind of weird that, I mean, granted that was in Australia, but the Indian Ocean and Australia, in the grand scheme of things, aren't that far apart. And there's two situations where something fishy has happened. Hmm. I never realized that. Yeah. And what year was that? 
Well, Frederick Valentich was in uh, 1978. Okay. And then MH370 was in 2014. Right. But it's kind of weird, like we were talking about with the sensor thing. If the plane had crashed into the ocean, you would think it would have been picked up on mm-hmm. something hearing it crash. Right. Oh, and then that was the other thing, too, is... Uh, People were asking, why would there be a drone and a satellite tracking a single aircraft aircraft for whatever reason? Well, part of the thing that we talked about was, if you remember back in that episode, is the U.S. was doing a bunch of war games in that area at the time. Just doing training and stuff down there. So they may have been tracking all flights that were going around around in that area just to make sure that you know nothing was in their way right but then it could also be go back to the theory that maybe the u.s shot them down because of the batteries or the technology or whatever that was on board that was getting taken to beijing that they didn't want the chinese to have Hmm. and then there was also 20 people on board that were some from some uh oh shoot a semi semiconductor factory company that were on board as well. That was the most, that was the largest group of people that was all together, you know, like mm-hmm. there could have been a father and daughter, whatever. Right. But this, but was, this was like group. an actual group of like 20 people from this semiconductor factory that were all on the plane at the same time as well. Huh. And maybe they didn't want them getting to Beijing and giving up information. Maybe. But that's, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack with that story. Mm-hmm. But anyhow. Agreed. That's kind of what I've been working on. You know what isn't hard to unpack, though, is that airplane. Stop, I bet the luggage handlers stop, were happy about stop. it. Nope. we got a free ride tonight, Rude. fellas. Break time. Rude. Rude. Time Rude. to go for some coffee. Rude. So. Your empathy factor stinks. It was I don't nine care. years ago. So what? Maybe it was like on Lost. Maybe they ended up on some island and they. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah. But anyhow, that's about all we had for uh, tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I am kind of enjoying doing some of these different podcasts uh, or different episodes other than just the song because uh, sometimes just researching the place after place after place gets a little boring, but I'm willing to do it for you guys. Um, Other than that, uh, do you have anything else that you would like to talk about? I don't think so. Would you like to apologize? Nope. For being so mean to me this last week about the podcast. Nope. I would accept your apology if you were willing to offer it. Well, I'm not willing to offer one. Well, that's rude. Talk to your news correspondent. Talk to your cousin. Oh, speaking of which, they want me to bring back the real Bill. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I forgot to kick him on the because way. Because they get tired of this. Shame. 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 Okay. Anyhow, enough of that. Kids play. Yeah. We've got a serious podcast we're doing here. Okay. Okay. Um, hope everybody stays safe out there. Yep. Uh, be safe. Be safe, be kind, be courteous. And uh, hopefully you're not smoky as smoked in as we are, although it is lifting. That's right. A, yeah. A bonus, but oh well. Mm, not so much. And as we always say here on the podcast, oh, do you want to tell everybody nope. where they can reach us at? Nope. At like the podcast for P Town Facebook page. There you go. Or P Town Podcast on Instagram. All right. Or P Town Podcast seventy four at gmail dot com. Yep. And don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things.
Nope. And everybody have a good night. Bye.